the summer. I mean, not the summer, what I'm talking about. I mean, Christmas actually felt like Christmas since 2000, since we had actual cold weather. Everything yeah. it used to snow. One time it snowed on Christmas. Like yeah. before like that big storm in 2009, like on two, in 2000, it snowed on Christmas. Like it I was, I was worried it wasn't going to like that. We weren't going to have any snow or anything on Christmas. And I was just like, how can you have Christmas without snow? And then we got hit with the storm and we got snow. So I was happy. So y'all got snow where y'all was at. Yeah, we didn't get any that day, but we still had some on the ground from when we had the storm. So we, we kind of got a white Christmas. No, it was cold. It was cold as <laughs> shit. Welcome to the weekly show about art, politics, and pop culture from a phenomenally female perspective. I'm Sarah. I'm Shantae. I'm Eliane, and this is Unapologetically She. everyone and welcome back to another episode of unapologetically she uh we are on episode 30 season 2 episode 13 so we got a lot of episodes this is awesome it's very awesome i was like it's not even a year well it'll be a year in march yeah i was like it's not even a year yet and i'm like we're 10 months in i'm like Ooh, okay mm-hmm. as of today we're 10 months in yep Yep, still going. Holy crap. So yeah, it's it's been a minute. So anyway, we have we've been on break for the holidays and we're back today. So what's been going on with you, Miss Shante? Well, I had a great Christmas. I I told you my job is moving and mm-hmm. moving across the street, and that is a lot. But other than that, everything's been fine. Um Thanksgiving was great, Christmas was great. New Year's was great. My sister celebrated her 39th birthday. And I have another sister celebrating a birthday two weeks from today. Nice. So I'm like, it's never ending with that. (laughs) Other other than that, it was a great Christmas. Of course, last year was a lot. A lot of good things happened for some folks like myself. And some, you know, some people, you know, did not make it with us during this past year. So I'm grateful to see life and I hope this year is prosperous. We're eight days in, um, we can, a lot can change, but I'm grateful to have life and have breath because there were times where I just wanted to like leave and exit out. But I realized like, that's not the case. And that's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm glad you pulled through it. That's hard stuff to deal with. Been there. Yeah hard to move through that and get yourself out on the other side but we're glad you did thank you yeah I mean our 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 holidays were quiet you know just Dina made out like a bandit like she always does we got her a Nintendo Switch for Christmas and she's loving it so yeah but 
quiet New Year's, quiet Christmas. We just stayed at home, just bringing in this new year and things at the office have started back up again. We're back in session and state of the state's coming up this week on the 10th. So we're getting ready for that. Is it going to air on Spectrum? Um, I'm not sure. I, I would imagine that it's going to. I would imagine that it's going to. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch it on the app. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's going to be getting crazy here at work and, you know, the business of legislating and long hours and all that kind of fun stuff. So, yeah. So what do you have for us for drink of the week? Well, I resort to my good old fave to start in a new year. I was, I didn't drink it for this past new year, but I was drinking champagne sophisticatedly with my family. Mm. My dad was like, we need to drink champagne. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> You're like, okay, dad. <laughs> he always did that and, and still do to the day now that we're of age. Mm. But I resort to my barefoot, my good old barefoot pink Moscato, California, deliciously sweet. And it's the double glow, um, gold. It's the 2016 California State Wine Competition. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so barefoot. You know, California is like the land of wine. Napa, yep. hello. Yep. And so, of course, that's I resort to that. So you guys can get barefoot. Barefoot is no more than probably $10. Probably cheaper from where you guys at. Um, I know if you go to certain neighborhoods in my city, like this bottle was 10 and sometimes mm-hmm. like, going near my mom it's like eight dollars or like seven dollars if you catch it on sale but yeah i mean you know that's my fave so i'm drinking that right now in my nice wine glass i've got i've got some of my red moscato because i finished off my pink moscato so i've got my red moscato here to cheers to you and i've also got my coffee because I need my coffee and i just got done drinking my protein shake so i've got like a whole beverage buffet going on over here <laughs> listeners if you are listening sarah actually got slimmer sarah was never fat sarah just got slimmer sarah's just maintaining her body because people her age look crazy mm-hmm. and younger mm-hmm. i am not going into 46 looking like a slob not gonna happen not gonna happen <laughs> and i'm coming up on it quick it's next month so yeah. Listen, my sister's about to be 44, so. Oh, there you go. She ain't slim as you, we think, but, you know, she's not slim as you. But, <laughs> I mean, Sarah, you don't look, if you told me you was, like, 40, I was just like, huh? No, I'm closer to 50 now. Yeah, fun times. That gave me a nice little panic attack the other night. <laughs> No, it seriously did because I was like laying in bed going, oh my God, my daughter, we're in a new year. I'm going to be 46. My daughter's only eight years old. What if something happens to me? Like, what if I have a heart attack or what if I have a stroke or like, what if something happens to me and she doesn't have her mom? And like, I felt the palpitations and I was like, the brain was rushing and going through all these scenarios. And I like had to talk myself down from having a panic attack. It was like really bad. So yeah, I had a moment where I was just like, Oh, Hey, high mortality. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's 65 and have nine-year-olds. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just like, I got to stay healthy. So that's why I'm doing it all. 
There's people that's 65 that have nine-year-olds. I'm like, a change of mm-hmm. life baby. My mom mm-hmm. called them a change of life baby. I'm praying mm-hmm. for my mom. She's like, yeah, that's a change of life baby. I said, what's a change of life baby when a man has a child that's, <laughs> he's old and he has a child that's like Dina's age? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. <laughs> and there's a burning question for you. There's a burning question for you. Who in their right minds is going to have a baby? My baby's age is 65. <laughs> we want to know. <laughs> There's men that, that got it working. Mm, I guess. I guess. I don't know. So, all right. So, burning questions. So, since we're in the first episode of the new year, I want to ask you, Shantae. What was the highlight of 2022? What was your highlight for 2022? My highlight? Hmm. It wasn't the music. Damn, for sure. (laughs) Because I used to say that like years ago before 2016. So the highlight of the year has to be Black women winning Mm. awards they deserve. Mm-hmm. Shirley Ralph, who's been in the game for years. I mean, she's a Tony winner, I, I believe, in an a Emmy winner. I'm correct? Yeah. I think so. I think so. I don't, I'm not sure if, she, I don't think she's an EGOT. I don't think she's won an Oscar. She didn't win an Oscar, but I know she was in Dreamgirls. So back in yeah. the day, the yeah. original Dina. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So. All right. Hmm. I'll ask you one more since it's just the two of us. What? What's something you've always wanted to learn? Oh, that's a tricky one. I always wanted to learn how to stay out of shit. (laughs) You want to learn how to stay out of shit? Because I'm always in it. Mm. Yeah, I can, I can see that. I can see that. But see, that's the thing. It's like, I don't like, you're engaged and you're out there and you're a Black woman who has to live a life that most Americans don't, most white Americans don't. So you got to, you say shit. You bring attention to shit that needs to be you know that needs to have attention brought to it so yeah I mean listen that's I'm I'm learning that learning personal growth even though I would like to learn different languages but I need to stick to that you know it's the new year about to be 37 you know gotta stay out of shit (laughs) Sarah what you thought was the highlight of 2022 was I know everybody gonna be like Mm -hmm. why you don't say the music y'all because the music hasn't been the same since 2015 let's see the highlight of my year oh my god honestly I like my life is so damn boring (laughs) like I don't even think I have a highlight of the year like I think honestly I think my highlight of the year would be doing the show and not just only doing the show but like producing some of the show oh no 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 I don't do any of that. I mean, the content of the show, doing the graphics, 
doing the slides of the show with Eliane. That's a lot of work, man. I mean, but I like it. It's like but that's the point I'm making. <laughs> it's, like, I, it's like that's my highlight. It's like I like working with you guys and I like doing this show with you guys. So yeah, I think that's my highlight. Yeah, we almost got a thousand followers on Twitter. So almost, yeah. And I believe on Spotify, I believe somebody was Carly was listening to us on Spotify. So hmm. oh, nice. Very so, nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're getting there. You know, we're going we're going to make it. You know, what I'm saying? we are. We yeah. are. It takes some it takes a while sometimes, but we will. Even though would I want this to be my career, no disrespect to the communication people. No, because I can't handle all that scrutiny. No, no this is for fun. Exactly. It's for fun. fun. Not no. grifting like some folks on Patreon. Mm-hmm. And on that note, <laughs> why don't you take us into our shot and chaser? Ma'am. Well, for those who are just coming in, it's the new year. We've been doing this for about almost a year. So the shot and chaser is we bring the topics that is discussed in whether it's the news cycle, the culture cycle, you know, the arts of the world. So we bring that and then we respond with our chaser. That's the, excuse me, the response. So Sarah, <laughs> my darling, what is your shot? and chase it because it's like you got a lot to say i'm actually i'm going on the health angle on it on uh shot and chaser this time um and specifically insulin so as we all know president biden the senate and the house last year passed legislation it's now a law effective as of the first seniors are not going to spend more than $35 a month for their insulin, which is a life-saving drug. However, and this is not, this is not Biden's fault. This is not the legislature's fault. Um, But what is happening right now is there is a shortage of insulin. And see, I've had a few people, I've had a few people that I follow um, make comments on the unavailability of insulin. Um, one of them, pharmacy can't fill an insulin prescription because the specific insulin that the patients have been described have been prescribed is out of stock because there are shortages. And I don't know why these companies are having shortages with their withholding it if there's production issues, but the insulin that these people have been prescribed are out of stock, they're on back order, and they don't know when they're going to get any in. And so when their doctors try to prescribe them a different insulin, that's not at the pharmacy either. So there's, there's a shortage with insulin for diabetics which will literally, who will literally die without insulin. And then on top of that, what's happening is some of these companies, um, it's a, I saw this, I found this on a website called Fierce Pharma. And um, there are insulin shortages. And then on top of that, these insulin pharmaceutical companies are withholding some of this insulin to use for weight loss drugs. 
So while there's a shortage and people, diabetic people, are trying to get their prescriptions filled to stay alive, these drug companies are withholding some of this insulin that's already on shortage for weight loss medication. Which, yes, depending on your health condition, your weight, what your doctor says, it is a valid medical resource, right? But diabetics need insulin right now to stay alive. That, I think, kind of takes a Take kind of takes precedence over somebody trying to lose weight. That hits home for me because I have a father who is diabetic and my sister who's two years older than me is a diabetic and they both take insulin. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this bill will help. So the fact that I knew there was a shortage of insulin because that was like in the news from like, I think like for months now, mm-hmm. it's just sad that you know, it all goes back to the same fucking people that keep voting for the same motherfuckers that don't want to pass bills to address the issue, the shortage of insulin. This is or, or to about. regulate big pharma. Yep. And they want to repeal and replace healthcare with what fucking plan? And people are going to literally die. It's- exactly. People need their insulin, even children. There's more diabetic mm-hmm. children, literally. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they're, they're withholding an already short supply to make weight loss drugs. I the just, stupidity. I- you can lose weight with natural, not just natural herbs, just regular water, flavored water. And walk the plank. Walk the fucking plank. How I lost weight during the pandemic, I walked a lot. I'm in a big city. Yes, granted. Even if you live in a small rural area, you walk your fat ass around the block and walk back. If you do that every day, you see the difference. For the Even most moderation, part. You see the fucking difference. No. Well, I'm not going to get into all the different medical ways to lose weight. I mean, there's different ways and people have different body types and all that stuff, but I don't think, I don't think it's wise for them to be taking insulin from people who will die without it. Yeah. From older people to middle-aged people, my sister, my dad, and little kids, that's Mm -hmm. like seven and eight. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's my shot. That's a good shot, Sarah. Because that issue has not been not even on all over the news. It was here for a hot second and it was just like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you have to go like you have to look for this kind of information. And it's like that's where people's lives are at stake. This should be this should be talked about more in the media and elsewhere. So, yeah. Agreed. So what do you got? Well, it was a toss up between the two. I was going to talk about the stuff in Congress, but we could talk about that <laughs> during, um, you know, our bitch asses nominees. So y'all know the interview with Harry because Harry dropped the book. Mm-hmm. It's yep. dropping- I, it comes out in two days. 
It comes out in two days. So my shot and chaser, my shot will be <clears throat> the folks that harass, that keep harassing Meghan Markle. So mm. I saw the documentary. I saw, I didn't see episodes like three, I mean, four and five, but I saw, no, did I see five? But I saw one, two, three, and six. That's all I needed to see, right? Mm-hmm. So I saw those. And, you know, after that, you have people that used to follow me. Some of the motherfuckers blocked me. I exposed their ass. So you know me. I don't give a fuck. You know, and even on all the other social media platforms who are mad because I defend Meghan Markle. Let me tell y'all something. Meghan Markle is a black woman. No matter if she's half black, half white, she's still black. Mm-hmm. She was raised where none of that stuff, like she didn't have those issues until she got with her man. That's when they started making her race a fucking issue. Only thing her mom should have talked about it with her more, but now her mom talked about it with her and said, I'm going to talk about this with you. Megan understood the assignment and Megan is, well, Megan always been in tune of who she was. The problem is she never faced that backlash and that litany until she got with her man, you know, and and, and, and the British media is full of shit. The British media don't like black people anyway. Don't even like their fucking mayor. Nope. That, that is the British media, black. the fucking royal family, the royal. They all they're all a fucking racist mess. Yeah, and they the OG colonizers, as my father always say, the OG fucking colonizers because they are that part. OG colonizers, and so there was people that was like criticizing her, saying like, "Oh, she's the reason why Harry's acting like this." Let me tell you something. Harry, in the beginning of the document, she said, "I am my mother's son." He literally said that shit, and he is because. The video of his mother coming here, I have posted the video. His mother came here to New York, to Harlem in the 1980s. You heard stories, Sarah. Mm -hmm. The 1980s in New York was a wild fucking time. Mm -hmm. The 70s and 80s to be exact. The 80s was just horrid because it was not just only drugs. It was was not only crack. It was the AIDS epidemic. Mm -hmm. And there was mothers that were getting high, strung out getting high when it was pregnant, having babies dying in the hospital mm-hmm. from AIDS because mm-hmm. of needle sharing. Because there was no education regarding AIDS. They everybody thought it was just a gay white man's disease or gay man's disease. And it really wasn't. It yep. was just a bad immune efficiency, sexual transmitted disease. Mm-hmm. And you can not only just get it from sexual transmitted disease, I'm meant to clean up my language, it's just a it's a bad immune disease because you could get a bad blood transfusion and you have AIDS. Yep. Yep. Because that's what happened to Ryan White. So there you go. Yep. So she came, she held the babies with AIDS. Everybody thought she was gonna get it. No, she was not going to get it because it's not transferred like that. It's through open wounds, needle sharing, breastfeeding. Bodily fluids. Sex. Anything where you're exchanging a copious amount of body fluids. Thank you, Sarah. So there you have it. So uh, <laughs> like Harry is his mother's his mother's son. He's but he's always been more of a rebel. Like even in his younger wait years before he met. Meghan Markle so it's like he's never he's never really been that picture of 
what they deem to be proper royalty or whatever, you know, like William or Charles, not that they're, I mean, they're assholes, you know, but it's like, Harry's always gone against the grain to some degree with that family, but the outright vitriol that they spewed toward his wife, toward Megan, during their relationship, during, like, prior to their marriage, after their marriage, going on into now, it's just like, I, it's, I think Harry, he has to, he had to stop looking through the lens of white privilege. And he started doing that more. And yeah, it's, you know, yeah, it was more personal for him because it was his wife, but it's still progress. So it's like this whole thing about how she, it's misogynoir is what it is, blaming a black woman for what Harry's doing when Harry has always gone against the grain of the royal family. It's trying to blame her for something that he's always been. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's racist. He always did what he wanted to do and, and is racist. If anything, his wife is the more prim and proper one. You want to be prim, yep. you yep. know? She had both of her parents. He his, he lost his mom at like what, thirteen? I think he was younger than that. I don't like twelve. Think he was like twelve because he was going on thirteen that year. Because he got his mother died like what two and a half weeks before <clears> his birthday. <throat> so yeah. I mean I don't know why all these people trash him, but let me tell y'all this: Pierce Morgan, Angela Levine, all of you British nasty fucking rotten ass teeth rotten english muffin ass motherfuckers let me tell y'all something leave megan merkel the fuck alone okay she does not bother y'all she don't say nothing about y'all she don't even know y'all motherfuckers exist i don't understand why y'all so butthurt well i understand why pierce is butthurt nobody ain't fucking you nobody (laughs) i'm gonna use my friend line nobody ain't feeling that dick yes Yes, nobody is not feeling that you are built like a sack of laundry. Like my friend said, you're built like a sack of laundry. You are a depressed man. No matter if you're married or not, you are a depressed, racist man. And Angela Levine, nobody ain't fucking you neither. Nobody ain't holding you at night. And all the rest of you British media who got a problem with Megan, y'all can suck and eat a dick. (laughs) On that note. They're all a bunch of bitch asses. They are. They're all a bunch of bitch asses. It was Kenny that used that said he's built like a sick. Why does that not surprise me? Really? That does not surprise me. So closing out our shot and chaser going into our bitch ass of the week. And oh boy, oh boy, this week. This week was a whole ass mess with so many possibilities for bitch ass of the week. It was a telenovela. Oh my God. Oh my God. It was insane. It was insane. So for bitch ass of the week, we're not going to reveal our last, our last winners because we already did online a few weeks ago. So we're just going to go right into our nominees. So Shantae, who do you have for this week for your nominee for bitch ass? He's unfortunately one of my own because he's the same complexion as me. It's Byron Donald. (laughs) Byron Donald, the same election denier, the criminal, 
himself serving in Congress, Byron Donalds. And why? Because he's been used as a properous party to get 20 votes to be the Speaker of the House like nobody wasn't fucking with you. Not even the other Black Republicans was not voting for you. You had all the fucking white people propping you up. These fucking damn bishops and Andy Briggs and what is it? And and and, and it, it wasn't even it wasn't even the most of Republicans. It was the Freedom Caucus, the and extreme like, right, one eighth of, of the of the fucking party. Yeah, like what? <laughs> yeah, so oh he's God. a bitch ass, and then he got mad. Be try to come at. And as much as I don't care for um Cory Bush, she was right. You was used as a prop, dude. And then he got mad to him about that's racist. And then you had Chip where like, that's racist and wrong. And the fact that you feed into this bullshit and you letting them gas up your head, you a total bitch ass. You're not even from Get Out. You are just, you Toby. You're not even Kunta. You Toby. God. Okay, so we've got Byron Donalds. Elian nominated George Santos. I mean, it's pretty obvious why. He's a fucking lying liar. A pathological liar. He, he lied about being sworn into Congress. For fuck's sake. Like, what? Posting a picture on social media saying, I've just been sworn in. No, you guys didn't even have a speaker. You weren't sworn in. You was representative-elect, and I don't even know why. Every time when I look at him, I just want to like, ooh, Thomas Richard Swazi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Swazi could have avoided all of this shit if he had dropped out of the fucking primary. But no, he wanted to let that white man ego. And nobody was fucking with him. Even the man that beat you that eventually had to resign from his position told you not to run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and then my nominee, even though it's somebody that we've nominated before, because it's just too fucking delicious that it took 15 fucking rounds for Kevin McCarthy to be elected speaker. And even then he couldn't get 218 votes from his own goddamn party. Your whole party doesn't fucking like you, man. And he talked about Nancy Pelosi was the worst. I'm just like, but she never had to go even two rounds. It was just one. Yeah, it was just, it was just like, yeah, like the same margin of him being elected speaker was the same as Nancy Pelosi's her last term, but she didn't have to debase herself to get the votes. She didn't have to debase the house to get those votes, right? So it's like, even though the numbers are the same, the situation isn't, and how it went about isn't. It's, and as I, I said, I said online, and I know that like, I know that not all of our listeners may be on Twitter, but I had posted, I had posted a tweet. <laughs> I gotta read it. Kevin McCarthy made himself as impotent in the house as he is in his own bedroom with the concessions that he made to the far right. And even with all that, he still couldn't get the 218 votes from his own fucking party for the speakership. He couldn't. And you know, he couldn't come up. And then his speech did not connect. It was like, how you know how you punch somebody and say, oh, they connected? Yeah, the speech Mm -hmm. did not connect. It went from, 
I am a child of immigrants. No, I am the grandchild of immigrants. Cause you know how he talks like that. Like he talked like, like, you know, he don't have no bass in his voice. Like there's nothing strong coming out that voice versus mm. Hakeem Sekou Jeffries, which that speech was everything. Mm. But like I said, you know, hi, you know, um, yeah. And we're going to pass legislation. We're going to address inflation and we're going to address the Southern border and we're going to write legislation to, you know, to address the woke, you know. You, you can't even get elected speaker, dude. How the fuck are you going to legislate? He ain't going to legislate. All they're going to do is phony ass fucking investigations on the FBI. Exactly. Hunter Biden in, which you know that shit ain't going down. All performative bullshit is what it's going to be. It's going to be two years of a fucking mess. And you know what? To a certain degree, that's fine. It's not okay because nothing is going to get done. Like nothing meaningful is going to get done that needs to be done. But at the same time, it's going to give us back the majority in the house in two years. Because he's going to fuck it up that fucking bad. And Lauren Boebert might be, it's going to be a lot of the moderate Republicans going to be out of their seat. Some of them that is in blue states. All I know most of the, the New York Republicans, most of them going to be out of their seats. Like mm. no time. If they yep. go against shit, oh, they done. Especially mm-hmm. the congressmen in, in, in District 17. You talking about Kevin McCarthy's a great representation. Thank you so much. No, he's not. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's not. We much. just lost your seat right there. Mm-hmm. So our nominees for Bitch Ass of the Week are Byron Donalds, George Santos, and Kevin McCarthy. All the and Republican then- House bitch asses. Uh huh. And then for our badass of the week, we've got some really good ones. Um, Elian nominated Hakeem Seku Jeffries because, oh my God, oh my God, that floor speech. And the fact that he got 212 votes pretty much every single time, except for the one vote where one Democratic congressman was in surgery and he got out of surgery and he came back to the House and voted again for Hakeem Jeffries. So- Elian's nominee is Hakeem Jeffries. Oh, Crown Heights. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's from Crown Heights. The pride of Brooklyn, okay? Who's your nominee? Mine is Patty Murray of Washington State. Because in the Senate, you know, it was a different story. You know, they did what they fucking supposed to do. And of course, mm-hmm. our wonderful vice president sworn in our newly elected senator serving the sixth term. And... She swore in Patty Murray, who's going to be the first female ever Senate pro tan. So she'll yep. be the number three person behind that bitch ass, Kevin McCarthy, to succeed the president. And the fact of the, and you know, the, the really cool thing, the only, like the one cool thing about McCarthy not being voted in speaker right away is that since there was no speaker, that fell to the next in line, which is the Senate President Pro Tem, which was Patty Murray. So the two people directly in line to the presidency were women, which is fucking awesome. And Patty Murray deserved that shit. She was waiting a long time. She was like, Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then my nominee for Badass of the Week is Cheryl L. Johnson, the clerk of the House of Representatives who presided over that shit show in the house like a fucking boss. She was not taking any bullshit. And just the fact that she had to preside over that whole fucking mess, that clown car 
of the GOP during the speaker votes. She is just, she's a fucking boss. So yeah. So our nominees for Badass of the Week, Cheryl L. Johnson, Senator Patty Murray, and Hakeem Seku Jeffrey. You those know, will be those will be online to vote on Tuesday. Sarah, you love saying his middle name like me. I just love him. I love him. Just <laughs> the ABCs of of leadership that he gave, or the ABCs of governing that he gave on the floor. Oh my God, that was fucking fantastic. And then you had the other one whose speech didn't connect. He was like. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a joke. It was a joke. It's, I like, I posted pictures on my social media for like the second day. I didn't do it the next day because I was homesick. I was home with Dina who was sick. So I wasn't posting pictures or anything, but I was posting pictures of my reactions after every single one of the posts that he lost. <laughs> He was pathetic. He was pathetic. That day was like, yeah. And it was just like, no. Kevin <laughs> don't got the votes. Yep. So every, every single time he did that too, I was thinking of Hamilton. <laughs> the whole, you don't have the votes. <laughs> Literally. And, and, and they post a picture like, you don't have the votes. And then you had, it was my friend, dear God, he and I'm he's one of my friends not just on social media but real life literally post pictures of him if Kevin McCarthy reaction videos Kevin McCarthy dancing <laughs> my god oh you my ever watched god. the players club before no posted pictures from the players club a reaction video posted another oh reaction video from waiting to excel with Whitney Houston's mom in the movie saying Savannah he's a good man is <laughs> it imagine if Kevin McCarthy's mother said this to him? Oh and then there was another video of no another picture of Bussy, like Kevin McCarthy gotta get fucked in his ass. Oh my god. Okay, that's a little homophobic, but oh my god. Holy shit. No, he he did not do well at all. He, he was like, what is he doing? What is he doing that he had to get Republican for what he got to do? Oh, man. Apparently just give away every single ounce of power that he would have had a speaker. So on that note, <laughs> thank you all for tuning in. It's been an interesting week. We're glad to be back. And make sure you follow us on our socials, which is at V-T-H-E-E, Joyful Chi. So that's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. TikTok. Huh? TikTok. Yep. See? This is how long we've been gone. And (laughs) make sure you subscribe to our Patreon. $5. Sorry. (laughs) Thank you for joining us for another episode of Unapologetically She. I'm Sarah. I'm Shante. I'm Eliane. You can find us on all social media platforms at the T-H-E-E Joyful She. And it's because of listeners like you that we are able to share our thoughts on current events. Please support us on Patreon at the Joyful She. 
We'll see you online.